Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now stop beating your gums and sound the attack. Oh, right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome, everyone, to another episode of the We Got the Chocolates podcast. This will be episode 32, I believe. I am here with Haz and Mitch. Welcome, everyone, but uh, especially you two. How are you going tonight? Very good, mate. Thanks uh, for having me back again. I'm, I enjoy being back here doing the podcast each week with you. Yeah, well, you are often here, Has to be fair, so you don't have to thank us every single time. It's probably just you're part of the furniture now, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I hope so. I'm also going well, thanks, Lethal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. That is great to hear. That was the right. Uh, that was the right episode number, wasn't it? It is 32. I get confused sometimes. Last one was smokes. Yeah, yeah. Jokes with smokes. 31. Surely. This Everyone is your. Happy? This is your job, I think. I, yeah, if you, if you want it to be my job, then it can be my job. Team but. game, I think. Has we're all just individually playing our roles. It's just I don't play mine as well as others. <laughs> uh, that's all. But uh, obviously, a huge, huge episode that we have lined up uh, again. And some of the things that we'll be talking about. Well, there's plenty of stories from us. Obviously, Has has just come back from Brisbane Heat duty, so he's got quite a few stories to tell and, and probably plenty of questions to answer. Uh, some of our favourite segments, a couple of new segments, but certainly the social sin bin is back. Uh, the Brisbane Heat feature quite heavily in that you'll be pleased to know Sam uh, Skin Stats is in here uh, what would you change in tennis is happening uh, so there's there's so much there's so much to get through uh, you must say a minute to thin it's even in as well has but just before we get onto that uh, I think it obviously would be remiss of us uh, to not mention some of the tragic news that has uh, become prevalent over the last 48 hours which is uh, the, the death of Kobe Bryant uh, in a helicopter crash obviously in the early morning yesterday when we woke up I believe it was the first time that I read it uh, so just a just a, another stark reminder of just how fragile life can be um, which was a real tragedy obviously not only the fact that it took his life but his daughter's as well and and the lives of seven other people that were on board that helicopter as well so very very sad um, and just has to be mentioned I guess because it's had such a huge impact across the world and, and will obviously be felt by many Many basketball fans, but then not even basketball fans at the same time. I mean, we're, we don't ever profess to sort of be massively knowledgeable in the basketball realm, uh, but yet every time that I throw a paper ball at the bin, I yell out Kobe for some reason without even really knowing why I'm doing it. Uh, but that's just, I guess, the legacy that the man will have. Yeah, I guess it just shows you how, you know, you can't take life for granted, and I know people say that a lot, but it's a, a cliche that probably... Uh, makes sense in this situation and you know these sort of tragic events happen every day and you don't hear about them too much but yeah when it's someone with uh, his caliber and his uh, influence in the sporting world you certainly do hear about it and it sends shockwaves through the community yeah yeah um now that being said we do still have a podcast to uh, get on to now mitch have you recovered because i've just had some random snipe from you just to attack 
on my uh, on my personality <laughs> for the last couple of minutes. So I'm just making sure that we're sort of all good because there has been some awkwardness here. Uh, yeah, no, all right. I think we can be on, on speaking terms for at least the next hour, Lethal. I'm probably, yeah, maybe was a bit harsh there. I do apologise, but... Can you just explain, little, just little explain to the listeners why you were angry, Skin? I felt very uh, awkward sitting in between you two yeah, on the dining room <laughs> table here. I, I felt, felt like quite I, awkward being on the receiving end without really knowing that I was on the receiving end. Yeah, yeah, I've timed it poorly. I've just started a biff with you as soon as Has rocked up. Um, <laughs> but then in my defence, you also started a biff with Has about five minutes later. So it's been, been an eventful night. Yeah, that's true. Um, we're all tired. <laughs> emotions are on high. 10.48 as per usual. Mm. Um but yeah, no, the reasoning why I was frustrated, oh, I don't know, cricket in general. I got out four times in a row to the same bowlers tonight. That was frustrating. And yeah. just had a generally stinker session. Who was it? Who was the bowler? Uh, Jasper Sumner. Oh. Just, Couldn't pick him. I, don't know. Yeah, I, I keep playing for leg spin and he bowls straight. <laughs> 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 that will get you. Yeah. That, so that, that stitched me up. But yeah. And then I got in trouble trouble for, just to jump in here, I got in trouble for asking Mitch if he wanted the bowling machine packing up, him saying yes, and me packing up the machine. (laughs) I got in trouble for that. Surely you've done the right thing. Like you've been nice and helped by packing up the bowling machine. it's a massive communication breakdown, I would have thought. No one wants to pack up the bowling machine, so. Jeez, no, exactly. That's what I thought. Oh, right. So yeah, you were doing me a favor. Yeah, okay. (laughs) That's what I thought. Yeah. Just attacked for being a nice guy. Yeah, yeah, no, communication breakdown. I apologise, carry on. You're right, Skinner, no worries. Apology, given that it's public, I will accept it. If it was private, I would not have. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Uh, what else have we got? Some big pieces of news for the podcast in general. Uh, The Yarns with Yarns segment, huge success. Uh, and some great feedback given and even an idea for a theme song if, you, if anyone else has any ideas because obviously my two you'll remember were stinkers uh, so we have cut a few sent through well definitely one in particular which I thought was quite good and that was the uh, song from Remember the Titans I'm sure it's not only from Remember the Titans it was probably yeah. a song before it was in the film yeah, uh, but good film good film it's correct um, it, the, you know the ya na 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 ya na 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 Hey, goodbye. Yep, true. Although yeah. it would be weird to say goodbye to her as the segment's starting. I guess that's the only problem. Finish with hello. Could be the outro. Does she get an intro in an outro for her segment? Nah, just ditch the intro, <laughs> give her an outro. <laughs> no intro required. If, you, have, if you haven't listened to that segment that Yana did, what's it, episode 30? You can go back and listen. <laughs> Let's not go through this again. I'm pretty sure it was 30. Yeah, right. No, it was definitely 30. Good. Go out on a limb inside. Uh, very good. And then other pieces of news we had, well, actually has this one for you to tell. Uh, I believe that you actually got to sit next to someone fairly special on the plane home today. You came in grinning like I've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> so I should have something to tell that. It's definitely a lie, but uh, I was fortunate enough uh, actually getting on the plane uh, on the way back from Melbourne today. Josh Layla gave me his ticket because he didn't want the uh, the exit row for some reason I think everyone wants the exit row because you get extra leg room but yeah. uh, apparently he doesn't like the exit row because you can't have the uh, your bag at your feet and he wants he likes having his bag at his feet when he's flying so he can get stuff out of I his actually bag. must say yeah. that I agree with that um, but anyway I was happy to take the extra like leg room and uh, and yeah I was sitting next to AB de Villiers so um, had to uh, had to make most of it and try and ask him you know pick his mind about cricket and uh, and how he goes about it mm. and uh, yeah didn't give me too much other than what I've heard recently about from most people about just <laughs> watching the ball and staying still and being pretty clear. So uh, easy to forget, has yeah. But yeah, uh, right. okay. yeah, that was well, that was awesome, and uh, he was uh, 
he was great to play with over the last last few weeks. Yeah. We would have liked another few more weeks with him playing in the finals, but he's uh, he's already on the way back home. I think he's in a plane at the moment. But it was a it was a good story a couple of weeks ago when uh, we had that we had sort of introduced him when he first got here, and we we took everyone out on a on a boat cruise along the Brisbane River. And uh, he was talking to Jimmy Pearson first, and and Jimmy was telling him about his life and his and his uh, his his wife uh, being pregnant, and uh, and then I started talking to AB, and uh, and then Emily came over, my girlfriend, and he AB goes, oh Emily, congratulations, and Emily's oh, like. No. What's going on? Why? Why? Well, he's like, "Oh, you're pregnant! Congratulations!" Like, and, and <laughs> Emily's like, "No, I'm not." And, and Abby uh, goes, "Oh no!" Me. And uh, yeah, so he obviously got me confused for Jimmy there, but uh, it was a bit awkward. He was very apologetic at the time. Yeah, because that would have been quite a random transaction of information if you told Abby Davilius before you told Emily. Probably that Emily didn't tell you in yeah. fact first would be. <laughs> slightly strange yeah okay yeah. very good house i love that now how's it would be remiss of me not to ask how was the vibe after the uh loss well i think <laughs> pretty, you know pretty self-explanatory yeah, i don't think i have to explain Real up and about. Like. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah, yeah. very disappointing we it doesn't come down to that one game obviously we're disappointed with the season in general uh you're disappointed after any game but just to, to not make the finals was uh very disappointing because we should have got there mm. and uh and yeah, that, that was a tight game, that last game. So it certainly wasn't as bad as a few of our other performances during the year. But personally, I obviously didn't put in too much of a, uh, a contribution for the team in that game. And, uh, yeah, that was heartbreaking to watch. Yeah, I had myself all settled down on the couch ready to watch. And then as I walked in, one went up the chimney. <laughs> Sam Hazlitt out. Great, thanks. Yeah, I would... Probably don't want to be reminded too often, but I guess com- coming here, I'm <laughs> going to be. Uh, yeah, I'll bring it up a couple of times. Yeah, ask, ask from you, aren't I? So, yeah. <laughs> no, okay, fair has. Uh, and you were going to come back and have a game with us, I thought, on the weekend, but then that's been ruled out as well. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was going to as well, but I'm heading over to Perth on the weekend to play a second 11 game for Queensland, get some time in the middle with the with the Duke ball before Shield Cricket starts back up again on the 14th of February. Okay, very fair, very fair. So that's your movements for the Tox next... playing with Duke balls at the moment, has Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, come and have some Duke ball experience <laughs> with us. Yeah, they are. Are you... Yeah. Answer me this question seriously. Are you still rattled by the fact that on the Instagram poll people voted that it was your catch and not mine. <laughs> Definitely rattled. Uh, I've, I've, I even voted that it was your catch. So I don't yeah, know. yeah, I know. And you got all your family members to vote. <laughs> Did they actually? Yeah. Did it was you see like I was on Australian Idol and someone was trying to get rid of me. It was bad. I certainly didn't tell them to, but thank oh, you. Yeah, I'm glad I've got sure. the support of my family. That's, yeah. that's Kim, who did you vote for there? I didn't vote. My opinion was that you you were standing too wide. You were too far apart. Like either way, both of you would have been full stretched off and... It's a tough catch for either of you, and you should set your slips up better, Lethal. Oh, so there, there you go. The keeper should set up the slips. It's your fault. Wow, I'm surprised you've uh, taken taken the slips point of view as a, as a keeper yourself. Yeah, but I don't know if the question was whose fault was it. The question yeah, was know. whose catch was it. Yeah, I'm saying it was a bad question. Look, the, look, the, fan, <laughs> the, the people have spoken. The people have spoken. We can move on. Okay. I think that yeah, it was catch. Yeah, I've got to take it, don't I? Yeah, that's correct. Um, let's get into this then, Has seems we're on the topic. Um, now, how's 
you will not be surprised to know that the Brisbane Heat do dominate quite a few of these entries into the social sin bin. Now, uh, our first mention goes to a guy named Colin, uh, and he has, it's not really the worst comment ever. It's just the fact that he's written it 15 different times across different Facebook pages. <laughs> I've so actually like heard about this one. The BBL, like the Brisbane Heat page, like anyone else that would, I think it was even on like the Melbourne Stars page and stuff. He just, he just wrote it wherever they could find it. Uh, and it went like this. I used to think the Brisbane Heat season was a tragedy. Now I realize it was a comedy. So, I mean, it's just a classic <laughs> gag. <laughs> we were actually laughing last night because the, the social media guy from the Brisbane Heat was uh, was replying to him on a few of those different threads and, oh, uh, yeah. and spraying him a little bit on from, from the Brisbane Heat account. Which oh, really? A bit controversial, but uh, he might <laughs> yeah, have had a few drinks before. Does he, does before he still have a job today? <laughs> yeah, he does. It's not his fault that we lost. So yeah. <laughs> No, 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 that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for that, just, just for the repetitive nature, unfortunately, he has to go to the bin if you guys don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I agree. Fantastic. Uh, the next one. Atrocious season for a great team on paper. It's obvious that they didn't take the season seriously. Let down in all departments. Even Sean Marsh did better than Lynn and De Villiers. And that came from Bruce. The only issue that I have with that, I mean, it's okay to say it's an atrocious season, I guess. I mean, that's a fairly strong word, but you can back that in. The fact that he chose Sean Marsh, like even Sean Marsh, yeah. like Sean Marsh is some backyard gummy Real stinker. <laughs> just, just like, Sean Marsh is quite a good player. Yeah. He, he might not have AB de Villiers' T20 average, but gee, it's up there. He's played IPL, he's dominated world cricket for, uh, for years in the 2020 circuit. Yeah. I, I haven't actually read most of these comments because I try and stay away from the social media comments when, yeah, uh, well, when the Brisbane Heat To lose. be honest, if yeah, I was yeah. you, I most certainly would. Having said that, the day you got 50, everyone loved you. Um, yeah, it, it turns took, pretty quickly it took one more game <laughs> before they started back surely the other issue though is saying that no one took the season seriously I'd, like how, how can, like, someone has to finish 7th I don't, I don't get that well, it's like, actually interesting that you like, uh, use that someone has to finish 7th because that's going to be a really common theme for the next couple of yeah. social sim bins as well but do you get what I mean like, no one, you're not, not taking it seriously because well, you didn't perform by line I just don't like, like the fact that like just because you lose it suddenly means you don't take it seriously yeah, I don't like get if it. every no. team takes it seriously still someone is going to finish yes. in that yes. position yes. we exactly. always we all want to win we all want to do well personally <laughs> so yeah. so we stay in the team yeah. but, exactly. but yeah they, you just remember that line skin that someone has to finish seventh because the next one is uh, who is this from Wayne it's official the worst team in the BBL goes to the Brisbane Chokers I mean Heat Again, classic yeah. with the gag issue. Yeah, that's um, comedic genius. <laughs> correct. So the two issues I have with that. One, the Brisbane Chokers, dot, 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 I mean heat. I mean, the Brisbane Chokers is not a clever name. Really he's, skewed. He's a pretty funny guy, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> correct. Okay, so we can agree with that. Yep, uh, yeah. The second thing is just that they're not the worst team because no. they didn't finish last. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's official. It's official. It's, it's not at all official. Completely unofficial. <laughs> it's just your opinion. Um, so that one's that was an issue as well, and then oh, this one's the best. Now, Sam, unfortunately, this is from another guy named Sam, which really brings your name into disrepute. <laughs> but he they're says, usually good blokes, the Sams out there. But this certainly one, not from what I've seen. <laughs> uh, says, hopefully, you do the honourable thing by refunding anyone who's paid for a season ticket. Seventh place finish, absolutely disgraceful. What I love the most is that he's informed you that you finished seventh. 
like no one knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then again, skin, I just go back to the, someone has to finish seventh. You can't yes, refund yes. tickets because you entered a competition and finished yeah. in one of the possible finishing <laughs> positions. And then what does eighth have to do if seventh has to <laughs> refund all the tickets? Eighth has to buy every member a house. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot more people would be going to games if there was a, like a, a fine print on the ticket saying you get your money back if they lose. Yeah, yeah. You'd fill out the stadium every game, <laughs> especially the Brisbane Heat. They haven't, we, we haven't won a home game all year. Everyone would yeah. be full at the gap yeah. every game. And whose who's paycheck would that be coming out of, Has? Because you're quite tight with yours, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving it up. It <laughs> certainly could come out of Hazards. There's no question about that. Actually, Has asked us to stop mentioning how rich he is before, so I tell uh, him that we probably won't do that. Sorry, Has. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a habit, Has. <laughs> <laughs> It's become uh, part of our pop culture. It's difficult. Um, now, I actually had something weird happen to me uh, the other night as I was up the coast after our game. We lost as well, but no one wrote about that on social media for some reason. Um, so <laughs> when we lost up the coast, we stayed up there and I went to like this little bar in Malula Bar. Um, oh, Malula Bar, what in the world? Um, <laughs> get me in the bin. Uh, and this guy came up to me. Absolutely stitched me up. So he basically came up, tapped me on the shoulder, and I turned around and he was like, Oh, sorry, man. Sorry. I thought you were someone else. And I was like, Okay, well, that's a weird thing to say. So I'm just going <laughs> to sort of walk away if that's all right with everyone. And then he was like, No, no, no. Sorry, mate. I just, I thought you were from We Got the Chocolates. And I was like, Whoa, What? What do you mean? Like, that's a stitch up, surely. And he was like, No, you, what? Do you know that podcast? And I was like, Okay, this is like, I'm getting Ashton Kutcher pumped or something like what's going on and he was like no seriously like i listened to that podcast all the time have you ever listened to it and like he kept going like i was trying to say you're pranking me and he just persisted with it like he never gave up and he was like do you actually listen to it and i was like mate i am that guy and he goes yeah i'm james's cousin James Basley James Basley's cousin yeah. yeah so James Basley obviously told him about the podcast and he's recognised me and then just sneaked me off <laughs> good proper a, that is a proper thing that's a good stitch no, a great oh, effort it was really really frustrating um, but that's okay and then has I think we actually had a story that you were going to tell us about as well because this caused some waves Oh, which reminds me of another story um, let's go to that one first waves yeah. Melbourne, you know that wave pool you went to that you've always talked about on the podcast. I did, I did. There's actually another one I've been talking about, but that was that was one of the two. Um, <laughs> so I get yeah, confused I, with my surfing I, news sometimes. I convinced the uh, the team manager for the Brisbane Heat to let me take a surfboard down with me to Melbourne for our two games, and we had a day in between. So uh, actually taking the surfboard down did cost me a fair bit of money in the team fines meeting because. Are you going to refund it? No. For the Brisbane Heat fans. <laughs> uh, so it was, uh, everyone was on the bus waiting to leave to go to the hotel and, and my uh, surfboard hadn't come on the baggage carousel yet, so I was, they were waiting for me. But back to the wave pool, yeah, I visited the, uh, the cement pond there at... Uh, at uh, Urban can Surf. You say that name again one more time. Cement Pond. Cement. Uh, I know it's yeah. cement, but my dad always says Cement Pond. I think he uh, should not say that yeah. anymore. <laughs> or really <laughs> emphasize the yeah. T. Or definitely <laughs> T on the end, because the way you've just sold it is going to make people go away from it. <laughs> uh, yeah, the wave pool, Urban Surf there. It was pretty cool. Good recovery. Much better than sitting in an ice bath. I enjoyed doing that on my, my day off. Unfortunately, I had to wake up at 4.30 a.m. to get get there and um surf uh but well worth it 
got my uh, no talk surfboard out there and had a bit of practice, which was which was nice out in the waves there. A bit different, good to, got to get used to it. But and yeah. no one went with it. No other heat pies. I'm big uh, on the surfing. Yeah, uh, Mitch Swepson and Jimmy Pearson did seem keen at first. They they don't surf, but they were keen to have a bodyboard. And uh, until I told them that we were starting at six a.m. in the water first wave, and they definitely weren't keen, especially after we probably got to sleep at about midnight after that game at the MCG. Yeah, rough. You've got your first wave early tomorrow as well, don't you? I am going for a surf tomorrow morning, so... Do you want us to wind this up early? Oh, I think it's too late for that. Yeah. <laughs> I might just pull an all-nighter. <laughs> you may as well leave straight after this. Uh, and then there's one more story that I wanted to ask you about as well, Has, and that was... Uh, well, actually, I've got to take my hat off to you, figuratively, because I'm actually not wearing one, which is probably yeah. a poor mistake by me, because now the penalty spot's out and about. Yep. Um, <laughs> normally got that covered up. Yeah, that's right. But it has... We posted a little video of you on TikTok uh, doing the eagle drop, <laughs> pants down around the ankles as you dive for a ball, uh, and most of the other things that we posted on TikTok, oh, TikTok, TikTok, yeah, or TikTok as it's known these days. Uh, I wouldn't say that we were particularly successful. <laughs> they sort of get anywhere between eight hundred and a thousand views. This one, fourteen thousand. All right. Well, I'm glad no one saw it then. <laughs> uh, so was, yeah, thanks very much. For I was that. hoping that I'm went saying. a bit under the radar, but uh, yeah, quite the opposite. Yeah, yeah but we no, did have some messages in, and in, in all seriousness, we had some concerned messages in. Either a questioning why you don't know how to do your pants up, or b asking. Are you actually trying to get more sponsors on board? <laughs> <laughs> no, the crowd got up and about after that. You know, they got they got involved, but uh, no, I um. Yeah, I usually tie my pants up a lot tighter when I'm in the field. When, I, when I'm batting, it has to be a bit looser to let the uh, thigh pad fit in the pants. Uh, but usually tied tied up tighter to feel that I forgot to forgot to tighten it before the fielding effort there. So yeah, it didn't help when I was sliding across the grass and yeah, got yeah, some traction there. At least you saved the boundary, I guess. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah, well, that was I was going to ask because it looked like <laughs> did hit 35 k's per hour on the uh, GPS. Oh, well, that, that is that what matters. Hour. That's what everyone is about. Impressive, Hazzy. Not many people hit 35 k's an hour. I tell you that. <laughs> really? Is that right up there? Is <laughs> that's it? up there, mate. Well, that's Billy Skinner Slater. That's Billy Slater, mate. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rex Owner, Australia's greatest athlete. Yeah, Get smokes it. on the phone. You, it looked like. I mean, a you were never ever saving that boundary, and b you dive from seven and a half meters away. What were you just just trying to? put on a show what was going well, on well we just heard people from the social sin bin saying that we didn't put any effort in oh, that we yeah, didn't take okay. the season yeah, seriously, didn't take so. seriously so you probably got you to better put, the, put the body on the line just <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to duck myself just I need to know. have a crack you know the ball could just stop miraculous, miraculously it might hit a, a rock or something a centimetre from the boundary and yeah well that's true yeah, yeah, I hope it doesn't hit a rock otherwise <laughs> it's not a great place to dive but play on each to their own Haz, you want to take us through your segment that you've posted on Instagram this week? The What would you change if you were in charge? Yeah, so we did the International Tennis Federation and uh, yeah, we had heaps of responses. So unfortunately, we couldn't get all the responses out there today. There, there actually were a ridiculous amount as yeah. I was trying to read through. So them. many, so, many, so much fan engagement. So. And not 14,000, uh, I think 13,000. Uh, okay. yeah, right. A few controversial ones. So we might have left those slightly controversial ones out. <laughs> what uh, do you mean? <laughs> There's one controversial one from... A person with the same last name as you. <laughs> so that was not surprising to read. No, no. Um, the first one is Peter. I don't think I can have You're a crack great. at his last yeah. name. Oh, Peter Elfenbein. Elfenbein. Mm, great man. Cowboys Jeez. and cappuccinos. 
Well, uh, he reckons they should introduce an all-star week in the middle of the season for tennis. And uh, instead of dunk contests like they would in the basketball, it's trick shot contests and the fastest serve. Oh, Kyrgios would dominate in both facets there. Isn't he good to watch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, elite, actually. You're going to get to his results later, aren't you? Definitely, definitely. My dad then uh, yeah, chimed in with his response that female Grand Slam events should be five sets like the males uh, if they want equal pay. That um, is the eternal so, yeah. debate, isn't it? Yeah, so I mean, I, I'm. It's a long game, five sets, even for the men. That's a long time to watch tennis. So I feel like you, if, even though some people do come back from two sets down, if if you won the first two sets, I think you pretty much deserve to win the game anyway. But uh, but it does add an extra element, doesn't the, it? Well, the only thing that I think is worth clarifying here is I don't actually think that it's the women tennis players that say no, thanks, we don't want to play yeah. five sets. Like I think it's actually like a tennis federation decision. Like no one's actually out there going oh, we only want to play three, but get paid the same amount. Like, I think that they would actually be very happy to play the same amount of sets. And remembering that outside of Grand Slams, they actually do always play the same amount of sets in, yeah. in all ATP tour events. Yeah, so, and fe- female tennis brings in a lot of money. They they yeah. have a lot of revenue coming in, so they deserve to be paid the same amount as men. But yeah, it'd be good to see if they played five sets. Yeah, I would actually be go. intrigued to watch it. I think, I think there would be, yeah, some good games still there. Yes, I agree. Just to... Slip in my second word of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, been, dude, you've been lacking it, Skin. We, need you, to, right, we okay. need you to argue with something here. Yeah, we no. can't agree with everyone all the time. Yeah, this is usually <laughs> Skin, though, strong. in fairness. <laughs> Thank you, Liam. That's all right. Now I've got, got plenty of action later on in the podcast. I'll, I'll come up strong. Jamie Ryan, frequent uh, tuner in of the show and, and responder to our... <laughs> to, uh, That's a good phrasing. To our social, yeah, I, I don't tuner know, in or tuner I, 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 I don't know how to phrase that one, but he responds a lot, so which is great. And uh, he reckons each player should be able to call a five-minute timeout once, once per match at any time to speak to the coach. And his, you know, his, We've spoken about how much we like that in the BBL. Yeah, yeah, but his, his uh, reason is that team sports have other players to talk tactics with. So there's 11 people in a cricket field you can talk tactics with. You don't need the coach to come out. Uh, but for tennis, obviously, it's an individual sport. So handy to be able to talk to the coach. Mm, fair. Uh, Matt Triffitt says the scoring should change. So you should get the same amount of points as how many shots there were in the rally that you win. Uh, so if there was 10 shots in the rally, you get yeah. 10, 10 points or two shots, you get two points. But I actually wrote back to this one because like, I, I didn't mind it. Like, I'd actually yeah, I thought this was interesting. Well, I've pl- definitely used, like in teaching, I've used that as, as like a like a modified game, I guess. But the only thing that was annoying is I found all the kids started like just lobbing it back to each other. <laughs> 25 <laughs> points in a row, 25 rallies that have like hits in a row. And then they just go like, okay, now we'll play properly. And bang, all of a sudden, the person that win the points on 28. Like, uh, yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah, so kids just always find ways to bend yeah, rules. Sneaky. What about, how would the actual, like, structure work? Like, would it still be, like, to, to win a game, would you still need 40 points or what? How would that happen? Maybe you'd just have to do five serves each or something and then... Well, most points at the end. Yeah, the end of of five. yeah okay. Uh, Aaron Dixon uh, thinks there should be a penalty for racket throwing because he wasn't happy that they get nothing for it when he was once suspended and got two weeks from uh, playing second grade for smashing a boundary marker after mm. a bad umpiring decision. I think I agree. I think well, I think two weeks for nudging a, or smashing a boundary marker is bloody stiff, isn't That's it? That's very like, harsh. Extreme <laughs> old thing. I mean, the commentators in tennis encourage people. Like someone, the, who's the guy with the massive moustache that was Australian, like Jordan Thompson, I think. I don't know if his first name was Jordan, but his last name was definitely Thompson. Um, and he sort of lost 
early in the tournament and smashed a racket and the commentators were like, yep, that's good. And you just got to, sometimes you got to unleash, get that aggression out. I was like, um, I'm not sure if you do really yeah. <laughs> like just hammer a racket 15 yeah. times and then parents just move on like, like nothing's yeah. happened. Parents probably don't like seeing it when they're like as an example yeah, for their yeah. kids. Yeah. Who's yeah, no, I feel that is water average. Average. You should yeah. get penalised for that. But yeah, I've seen plenty of bigger blow-ups in grade cricket than hitting a boundary marker. Playing with one Charles Maley for the last few years, <laughs> I've gotten to witness a fair yeah, bit. Nice. I, can't, I can't understand how you've been suspended for that. That's about, oh, well, unlucky. Here's a stinker of a decision. And yeah, <laughs> suspension. Enjoy your two-week holiday. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, mate. Uh, Jackson Todman reckons one tournament per year, the, the people in the crowd can spray and heckle yeah, the players. I love this. We, we sort of We've talked that about that before. Yeah, I'll yeah. rate that. Very good. It's good. Josh Golby, I think that's how you'd say <laughs> yeah, the correct, name there. Yeah. Uh, well, the big has. three have to play with their non-dominant hand if they won a Grand Slam in the last year. Who are the big three now? Nadal, Federer, Djokovic? It still is, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Well, Nadal's number one seed. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I'm pretty sure they have absolutely no chance of beating anyone if they play with their non-dominant hand. It could just be like, nah, yeah, you're right. I guess like people that have double-handed backhands might actually be reasonable at it. Oh, so you're backing yourself, are you? Well, no, not <laughs> my double-handed backhand sucks, but yeah. <laughs> just, um, but yeah, like you know what I mean. If Nadal and stuff, they're going double-handed backhand. I feel like their one arm or maybe, forehand's going to be okay. Yeah. Or maybe just do a tournament each year where everyone has to play non-dominant hand. Yeah, right. like what? Like just a little fundraiser. Sort yeah, of, yeah, yeah okay. true to watch. <laughs> everyone plays with their non-dominant hand, and we can heckle. Yeah, <laughs> right. and there's another ace. That serve was at 65 kilometers per hour. <laughs> Brilliant. And another double fault. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Matt Faye's written in and said, "Sick beats between games." Oh no, hold the sick beat. <laughs> this reminds me of this time after the Adam Holyoke interview. <laughs> Remember, you left your wallet in the interview because you had to run off that quickly because yep. you were late for the heat game. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, that was the heaviest wallet I've ever felt in my <laughs> life. It was weighing me down. I did well to just get it to the car. Yeah. To be I had to call in a wheelbarrow. Massive carry-on. <laughs> anyway, uh, I stayed and watched that heat game because you made me come and drop it back to you. Because so I you, gave you free tickets to the game. Well, that was the only way you were getting your wallet back. Don't, don't pretend <laughs> like you're doing me a favour. And you're so never what? getting free tickets again. <laughs> well, not now. You're knocked out. Well, <laughs> next, next year. <laughs> okay, fair. Um, yeah, so you made me come in, which was fine. I stayed and watched, which I quite like watching live cricket. There's no question about that. I'm a bit of a snuff. Uh, but I just don't understand why every single ball there has to be so much noise. Like the first ball was like left to the keeper and they just start playing Usher Yeah at the top <laughs> of the <laughs> like, Great song. <laughs> it is a great tune, but literally like it was crazy. As a player, yeah. you get sick of it a little bit because yeah, it's it would the same, be same songs each week as well. Oh, yeah. yeah and the same old like mate calling song. out. Like what are all those little yeah. things that he calls yeah, out? Like, yeah. I say Brisbane, you say <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brisbane. He, he did it for 24 times in a row. I was like, mate, they just, he literally just hit a single to cover. And we just calmed down a little bit please it's one for four in the first <laughs> over <laughs> take it easy anyway sorry to hijack your segment there has, but no, that's all right. it, just, it did my lid I, I added a, uh, a comment in there actually on the Instagram page that we should have one half court tennis comp each year would you be good at that is that why you're adding it no I played it once or twice but I don't think I'd be just good think it would be no. easy interesting to watch it's interesting it's a bit different yeah see how the guys go you know might 
might not suit Rafa as he's very good at covering ground. That's his strength is getting each ball back. So it might yeah. benefit no, other true. people. That's true. Uh, a fan account of mine. I, I don't know who runs this fan account. I'd love to find out if anyone out there runs this fan <laughs> well, account. You've got heaps now. Oh, it's smashed by Hazlitt. And it's embarrassing sometimes. Hazlitt I'm not convinced that it's not you. Right yeah, that's now. right. <laughs> that's what we were concerned about. Can Has uh, stop commenting on well, I everything think, for this <laughs> fan account? I think at least one of them in their bio, it says to listen to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. Does it? Yeah, it does. Oh. <laughs> Oh, jeez, let's get more of them. <laughs> uh, but they, they reckon that you should have, and that's actually a good idea, you should have a, a, competi- a tennis there where the, one of the, in one of the games they have half of the tennis ball taped, like in backyard career where you tape half the tennis ball so it swings. Okay, yeah, fair. Take it. Yeah, right. That's yeah. a tough gig. Talking about sort of tampering with the ball and there was there was a rule that actually came under scrutiny recently and this isn't one that the fans were in with. It actually happened in the John Millman game versus Roger Federer where where John, you know, came came very close to beating Roger, um, and it was a great effort from him. But uh, he was apparently rolling the tennis ball along his sweaty shirt before serving it and uh, so that when he served it it sort of skidded off the ground and was, you know, harder to hit back. So, you know, the, the International Tennis Federation doesn't have anything in the rule book prohibiting that tactic, making the ball sweaty before you hit it. But the US Tennis Association does. So maybe maybe it is something they need to bring in if it's seen as Probably ball tampering. Probably universal, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah it's inter- interesting. Well, I never thought about it ever before, but obviously in tennis... I didn't know that there was ball tampering in tennis. Yeah, in tennis circles, yeah. it must be something. But Todd Woodbridge, the commentator there, made a comment saying that uh, it's not that different to putting the ball in your pocket if your shorts, shorts are sweaty so he didn't think much of it mm, but yeah. um, I think I think he probably got it a bit sweatier by rolling it on his shirt to be honest I, I don't know I don't mind that look I'd Surely that's not quite the same as bringing sandpaper out onto the cricket field like that sounds more like shining a cricket ball on your pants which is perfectly legal I'd, yeah I don't, yeah, know. Well, I don't know yeah, yeah. Sure. I don't know enough about tennis ball tampering to be able to yeah. respond to that very well mm. That's the, literally the first case I've heard of. I will obviously go away and read it now, read yeah. up on it. I think it's probably best not to do it. I feel like read. you could no, <laughs> you can read up on it. I feel it's probably best not to uh, make the ball wet as like, on purpose by rolling it on your shirt because then people will be like spitting on the ball, making it as wet as they possibly yeah, could, like a yeah, yeah. And then if it starts reverse swinging, that's trouble. No, yeah. <laughs> Tough work. Starts throwing um, it into the rough part of the tennis court. But what about how like how, how have they confirmed that that was his intention? Like, did he come out and say that that's what he was trying to do? Or like, are you no, open, no, is he but open about that? Or? I don't think people usually roll a tennis ball up and down the front of their shirt before they serve it. All right. No. So we just okay, and yeah. we're just assuming the worst in him. All right. Yeah, mm. sure. Sorry to interrupt, Skin. John O'Wells has just hit another single. <laughs> uh, I'm rattled. What just happened? Nice inclusion there, Lee. It's just the Gabba Skin. That's the Gabba flavor. Uh, <laughs> Nothing more exciting than the single to go from 11 to 12. <laughs> Even <laughs> numbers, you. please. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people out there are unhappy with our uh, lead-ins to segments here. We've got our segment songs, you know. People, people might not be happy with that. So it's Yeah, but we play them at a reasonable uh, yeah, volume. Yeah, actually, that one was too loud in fairness. Um, Skin, actually, to get you involved, get your word count up here. Yep, your girlfriend coming. has told me something interesting about you, which did feature Whoa. on our Instagram page. This is not the segment I was expecting. I was about to read out about tennis, but sure, carry on, stitch me up. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can read out about tennis in a second. Uh, but is there any truth to the rumour that when you are walking through shopping centres and you know how there's annoying people that sell like Adlino Energy and... Wait, are they sponsored? 
Certainly not of ours. Cricket Australia. Oh, well, are, that's not you yet. No. <laughs> um, so like they sell like energy companies or like they're selling like... They sell the company. What, I don't know. What do they sell? Like energy deals or they sell... Yeah, that sounds, random stuff. Like, sounds more correct, yeah. Yeah, that you cannot possibly walk past them without <laughs> without stopping to talk. Eloise <laughs> reckons that you were the yeah. worst at it. She reckons that you got like done trying cosmetic skincare yeah, the yeah, other day because yes. you could not I say no I don't know how I do this. Just yeah. Walk past him. <laughs> Avoid all eye contact. I'm, I'm trying to learn. Oh man, it's yeah, it's something I really struggle with. Because you don't have to be that nice. A, I'm the most socially awkward person anyway, so I like should hate talking to them, mm. but I just can't bring myself to say no. So someone, all, but you're never going to buy the stuff. Are no, you? no, never. So someone will be selling like a facial moisturizer. I was walking through Carindale and probably. I don't know, must have, must have somehow got separated from Weez for a moment and someone started offering me a facial moisturiser and next minute I was, I was probably sitting there for half an hour getting just random skincare products rubbed into my face that I had no intention of buying ever. You think, you you think you're being nice to them, but you're making it worse because yeah, one, they, to cut ties. they're getting their hopes up that they're going to sell it to you and then while they're working with you trying to convince you to buy other potential customers are walking by that they can't drag in to try as well. That's true. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't suggest that I'm being nice to them. I'm suggesting that I'm incapable of saying no to them. But, but then eventually you do have to, other, obviously, otherwise you are spending money on a product you simply yeah, don't need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have to say no at some point. Yeah, no, it's really do, not do something wanna, I've worked out yet. I'm sure I'll get there. Do you want to buy a no-tox surfboard? They're pretty good. They, uh, they ride well through the water. Mm. Oh, you actually yeah. probably need one of those. You surf quite a bit. Yeah, that's true. Actually, I've thought about getting into surfing. Bring in a couple of samples. Yeah. yeah, come and give it a go <laughs> one weekend with us. <laughs> oh, dear me. That actually used to annoy me so much working at Rebel Sport. People would come in and be like, can I just try this pair of shoes? Thanks, I'm a size nine and a half. And then I'd walk out, grab a box, bring it back. And I'm like, oh, actually, I think I'm a size 10. So I could bring out, this could go on for half an hour. <laughs> and I would bring out 14 different boxes. And then they would go, yeah, it's pretty good. I'm just going to have a think about it. And that was code for, I'm going to buy them online. Thanks for yeah. the exact right size. And there was never anything I could do about it. Just like, yeah. oh, thanks. That was great. I've definitely done that before. So and we worked on commission as well, which is why I hated people like Haz. They just wasted <laughs> half an hour out of my day. Well, if they sold it a bit cheaper, like they sold it online, then I'd yeah, buy it in the store. Don't that's worry true. about the Customers economy, Haz, smart, I guess. Yeah, Don't worry about the economy, mate. Just support <laughs> everyone. Okay. Response <laughs> he actually isn't worried. <laughs> Not one bit. Oh, Give us some tennis news. All right, allow me. Um, have, we haven't got a. We haven't got an intro for this one. No, I should actually probably make one because, well, at this time of year, we're going to yeah. talk about tennis quite a bit. Yeah, well, I've mentioned a fair bit of tennis already, but there's just a little bit left, I guess. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll get the uh, yeah. I'll get the scraps. Has so Sam Stoza continues her horror run at the Australian Open. With her fifth first round exit in a row, I believe. Mm, Correct. Yeah, that was not a great time at at her home tournament there. I actually didn't know she still played tennis. Yeah, yeah. Well, I well she barely does, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably found found out around round one of the Aussie Open every year for the last couple. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, yeah, and we we mentioned Nick Kyrgios earlier. He uh, just lost in the fourth round last night to Rafa, I believe. Correct. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. So yeah, I loved watching her. Very interesting. I've, I've always been a massive Rafa fan. I think it was probably the first time I've actually been... <laughs> so you were going to say I've always yeah. been a massive Nick fan. Yeah, like, like, no, no, no. I used to stay up and watch Rafa play when I was younger a lot, but at this time I was going for Kyrgios because I wanted him to win. Yeah. Mm. 
I thought he was good impressive yeah, because he was a good guy. Yeah, and nice. he fought back like from break point down, and mm. he had a he had a massive crack. You'd have to say. Yes, it actually annoys me when people say like, just oh, we just got to show more fight, or we just got to toughen up, or we just got to dig in because that's not necessarily code for winning. Uh, but I thought he was actually was impressive to to watch when probably other times he's been. Well, I guess even accused of throwing the towel in completely and like tanking. So there certainly was none of that. No, definitely not. Yeah, no, agreed. It was good. Um, well, just not quite good enough, I suppose. But then in other news, Ash Barty won again today. So it was through to the semifinals, which is exciting. That was um, that was a strange game because the first set went to a tie break, I believe. And then the next set was over before I finished eating my lunch. So mm. that was. You right. take a while to eat your lunch, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a slow man. Um, and then probably the only other, maybe slightly less sort of score-related, but world number 231, Elliot... Oh, shucks, here we go. Uh, Benchetrit from France has come under fire. Have I gone there, anyone? So I thought it was Benedict Cumberbatch when I first read it. <laughs> I'm just, uh, probably yeah, I'd be shocked if he were the 231st <laughs> best be. tennis player. <laughs> Pretty good in a few movies though. Um, but anyway, so he, he's coming to strife recently because he's asked a ball girl to bring him a banana and then peel oh, it for yeah, him mid-match right. because he's apparently got blisters on his fingers. Anyone got an opinion on that? Uh, uh, I don't think it's the ball girl's job to peel a banana for you. Maybe he's got to pack his own lunch beforehand and pre-peel bananas and, and cut them up and put them in a bit of a plastic container. Freeze them, put them in a smoothie oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah, well, oh yeah, a little mid-match smoothie. Yeah, plenty of options there. Surely blisters, I've struggled with blisters. I just don't think a blister can be that bad. You can't peel a banana. Might be good for the blisters, the banana peel. A bit of potassium in there. I think you're probably clutching at straws there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Probably not her job. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal to ask someone for a favour and for the other person to say yes, but that's all right. I guess people are just average these days. Um, Just like when I packed up the bowling machine for you. (laughs) Offended easily, aren't they, people these days? Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Such a big favour, refusing to let me hit another bucket of balls. Refusing. <laughs> Please. Uh, no, we'll, we'll continue that debate later, Lethal. Um, but anyways, I wanted to finish off with, we already sort of mentioned Sam Stowe's horrible run, but what is, why do you think it is that, um, I guess in every other sport, there's always sort of talk about a home ground advantage and then it doesn't seem to be the case in tennis? Yeah, people often struggle that? when they're at home, aren't they? they? Yeah. I don't know, it must be the pressure, wanting to perform in front of your family and friends or something I'm not sure that the local media wanting you to do well mm. but you know that that's the same in most sports I guess you're playing in front of your home crowd but you think the the home crowd should spur you on should give you that that confidence to uh I guess also well. because unlike sort of cricket or something where I guess conditions are constantly changing like if you play in Australia you're probably more comfortable with those conditions than if you play in India where but in tennis it's just a tennis court so I know like Hardcore versus grass versus clay and yeah, things yeah. like that. But like a hardcore is usually going to be the same as a hardcore. Mm. Um, so I don't think, you know, the yeah. actual conditions are ever in someone's favour really. You're just if you're good at tennis, then you're probably good across all surfaces a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, right. Or well, what about my, another point of view? I was thinking, would it sort of be skewed by the fact that pretty much every tennis tournament recent over recent years has been dominated by like one of the Williams sisters who are from America or... Federer or Nadal basically so any competition that's not in America Spain mm. or Switzerland is won by someone outside the home ground yeah definitely mm. absolutely 
I mean, yeah. We're not just talking so, about yeah. winning. We're when it comes to Australia. Being knocked out early, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah, good point, Hans. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, that's tennis. Good. Uh, well, you actually mentioned the banana issue and then a, a reporter asked Nick Kyrgios about that banana and his response, I don't have the audio, but his response was sort of like, oh, mate, you've got to do better than that. Like he just basically blew up about how stupid the question was because he wanted nothing to do with the banana situation. <laughs> so it just got me thinking about some of the class press conferences and not even press conferences, just interviews that people have given over the, over the years. And so I came up with this segment idea on a whim um, which is why it also won't have... Uh, well, I can just play this topic, the changing top... No, that's wrong. <laughs> I can just play the changing topic sound effect. Jeez, that was worth the wait. Yeah, uh, and, but it's, it's a segment that we're going to run with called Guess That Athlete. Yeah. So I have a video clip here from an interview that you two are not going to know who it is. I'm going to play it and I want you to try and guess it. Work it out. Are you ready? Jeez, oh, I feel like it's gonna be hard. More than should have in the first, but after that, I mean, he was, he was. There's no doubt he was coming up with some shots tonight. What was it like for you? Just, what? What was it like for you just being there at the end of that? It was frustrating. You know, it was miserable. It sucked. It was terrible. Um, besides that, it was fine. Since <laughs> we're <laughs> <laughs> Any ideas? Sounds like like an American accent. Yeah, I was going to say American. He's talking about tennis. Yep. He is talking uh, about tennis. And he is American. Yep. So that <laughs> narrows it down to the one bloke whose name I can't remember. It doesn't uh, necessarily... Well, it's not from recent times, if that helps. There's not many American tennis players that I know of. Yeah. Um, What's old, mate? He had like... Oh, Andy Roddick. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Bing, bing. That is amazing. Unbelievable efforts. Who, do you know what, what match that was from? Who's yes. obviously just dusted him? It was after he'd played Roger Federer yeah, right. <laughs> and then been beaten uh, fairly comprehensively, in fact, uh, in straight sets. Okay. And he goes on to say, like the, an interviewer says, uh, you actually got that break point off him and he went really well. And then he was like, yeah, I did. And then he broke back. And then he broke back again. And then he broke back <laughs> six more times after that. <laughs> so it was actually Shucks. fantastic. Uh, so that was the debut of Guess That Athlete. And you was successful one from one. So I look forward to yeah. hitting you with the next oh, one. I thought it was a competition think. like me against Mitch. No, oh, who won? I forgot who even answered. Uh, I was like that that was who now. I was trying to think of. Yeah, but yeah, it doesn't count. Carry on. Well done, Has. Yeah. <laughs> Very impressive, Has. Um, you were due for a win this week, though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Has this is one that we haven't done for a while, but it's one you're usually very good at. A minute to thin it. Well, yeah, I haven't had much practice, have I? Uh, okay, well, five, four, three, <laughs> two, one, let's go. Uh, in cricket, Australia lose their away ODI series to India 2-1 after a convincing 10-wicket victory in the first game where Warner and Finch both scored hundreds despite Steve Smith scoring 98 and 131 in the last two games. Pat Cummins wins the ICC Test Player of the Year while Minus Labuschagne won the Emerging Player of the Year. Melbourne Stars coach Dave Hussey has been fined $2,000 by Cricket Australia for coming out and saying he wore spikes on the pitch before the game to see how hard the wicket was. In NBA, Ben Simmons' stats were something to behold in Philly's win over the Nets with 34 points, 12 assists, 12 rebounds, 5 steals and 2 
two blocks. Conor McGregor has beaten Donald Cowboy Cerrone, I think you say his name, in 40 seconds to uh, return to the in his return to the UFC octagon. Tyson Fury says he's been masturbating seven times a day to help keep what? his testosterone <laughs> levels high while he trains to prepare for his fight with Deontay Wilder. English rugby champion Saracens uh, said to be relegated from the Premiership after this season after breaching the salary cap for the last three years. This is uh, reportedly $2 million over the £7 million salary cap. Amateur golfer Laurent hurt two buyers, hit a 151-yard hole-in-one recently. Hole-in-ones are rare, but they do happen from time to time. Just massively over time now. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, I, I, I better finish it off now. <laughs> okay. This hole-in-one was even more special as the Canadian has only one arm. Uh, former Sydney Swans player Nick Davis retired from AFL in 2008, but he's been named to make his return to professional sport playing for the Sydney Roosters in the NRL Nines competition. And finally, Canberra Raiders Curtis Scott and Brisbane Bronco Joe Hangawi are in hot water after run-ins with the law. Right. So with the law, is that all we get? Well, I, I knew I was going to struggle. <laughs> Trying to with, cram it into I knew I was going to struggle three with and a half minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry to do this to you, but... <laughs> oh, it's been two weeks since we've done any sporting news. That, that was, was so funny. Funny. two <laughs> minutes to thin it for that long, and then by the end, we just got uh, with the law. <laughs> that was how we ended it. Uh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, skin. Yes. We'll go to you then. Okay. This is also a segment we haven't done for quite some time. Now you finally got to this. Yeah, finally got around to it. I think I first mentioned it on probably episode one, 700 weeks ago. But um, I've had a look into Kerry O'Keefe's comments about Manu's very narrow eyes and why that is sort of the explanation of his success. Mm. Um. And I, what, I can't remember exactly what I said when I first mentioned it, but I, I thought there might be that he was referring to some sort of proper study that's come out that's yeah, been published by, you know, yeah, like a so yeah, yeah, some sort of report from a, you know, some peer-reviewed sort of piece of evidence or something. But no, I couldn't find anything. Yeah, and I think Kerry O'Keefe's quote was that his mate was studying it. Um, oh. So yeah, I don't know where his mate is studying it, but I don't <laughs> think it's. Universe. Yeah, I don't, I'm not convinced it's sort of like any recognised educational. Also, Kerry O'Keefe is not in his youth, so if he's got a mate that's studying, uh, like, yeah. that guy should probably wind up his degree. He's been to 200 year yeah. games. I don't think he's the first person to uh, claim they read a, a research report, journal, article about something to back up their. False claims. Yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Actually, has yeah, very well sure. played. Anyway, so um, while I was digging around the depths of the internet trying to find what the heck he was on about, um, I did come across a phenomenon or skill called quiet eye, and there's actually heaps of research about this one and its relation to uh, you know successful athletes, I suppose, which is interesting. Anyways, so you know, I've got some, I've got some info about that. If anyone cares to listen. No, well, we don't have much of an option. No, because I've gone to the effort of writing it up. Thanks. Yeah. Um, anyway, so quiet eye is defined as the final fixation or tracking gaze that is located on a specific location or object in the visuomotor workspace within three degrees of visual angle for a minimum of 100 milliseconds. 
absolutely uh, lost and me. That's, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's lost most people. Anyways, this is all information straight out of the out of the old the old research from Dr. Joan Vickers from the University of Calgary in Canada. But that's um, not Canada, mate. No, no, I don't. I don't <laughs> think so. It's okay. from 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 the seventies. This document, anyways. <laughs> well, but uh, so <laughs> you. You're uh, oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's probably been around a while, but anyways. So basically, it is that last little moment before with your or like with the movement before your eyes, just before you know you you do the the thing that you're doing in sport, whether it be hitting a cricket ball or tennis ball or whatever whatever your particular sport is. And yeah, so they sort of study how how rapidly your eyes are moving just before you hit it. And it's interesting. You can sort of watch a. Um, like I was watching a video where they were like tracking, you know, no one can see what I'm doing with my hands because we're on a podcast, but where they were tracking like exactly what point his his eyes were focusing on and sort of like um, every time it would sort of come back and just be like, it would be rapidly moving around and they'd be really, really stable sort of just before he hit the golf ball or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. And they, yeah, there was a, there was a meta-analysis published on this in the Journal of Sports Exercise Psychology in 2016, which referenced over 30 pieces on it and basically found a, bunch of evidence that there was like a strong correlation between uh like more successful athletes that did this particularly well Mm. and then there was sort of a fairly strong correlation between like when they did it particularly well and their best performances if you know what i mean so um yeah so basically it doesn't really matter too much where your eyes are positioned it just sort of like is watching the ball that's important so that was nice i spent hours reading about that to realise that I need to watch the ball harder. Yeah, you could have just sat next to A.B. De Villiers on the yeah. plane. <laughs> the same yeah, I don't do much. I just watch the ball. <laughs> I just do it better than everyone else. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant, actually, Hans. That's groundbreaking. It sure is. Um, okay. So you're saying that Marnus' eyes are probably regulation yeah, distance just, apart. Yeah, and they're just focused on the old pill coming at him at 150 kilometres an hour. It seems a really, really long-winded way of saying something that we've heard four million yeah, times. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very fair. Um, now, we also had a question skin that came in that I thought you might be quite good at. Oh, no. um, it's from Matty Campbell. If you were batting first in a 2020, it's completely unrelated, by the way, but still cricketing, uh, and it was going to rain. Could you declare after 14 overs to make sure the other team got five overs of batting in if you are convinced the other team is no good and won't bat well? <laughs> so if it's... Nah, that's a low blow. Where would you go with that? That would get me in the social scene. That's Well, legal first thing, that's highlighted green, so I was meant to ask that question, but thanks for stealing my thunder. Oh, I, um, I was asking you it. No, that's not how the whole document has worked ever for any of our episodes. Colour blind, sorry. um, But yeah, I I don't know. I've always wondered this, if you can declare in a one day. Um, And I've I've always just thought you couldn't because there would be absolutely no reason to. But that's actually a good reason. So I I don't see any reason why you couldn't do that. I reckon you probably could if you wanted to. It would probably be frowned upon and I don't think the... uh, the TB rights (laughs) would be happy with that. Uh, But yeah... I think you should be able to if you want yeah. to. Mm. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But would you ever want to? Because I've always thought, like in those ones that are rain, those games that are sort of affected by rain, it's always the team. Like I would feel like it would be the team batting second that has the best opportunity because they sort of know what they need. Whereas if you're batting first, you might, I don't know, be going about it as if you've got twenty overs and then realise, oh, great, we only get eleven. Or, 
Yeah, I think that's why Matty Campbell's situation is very unique because he's saying it's in a situation where the other team is very poor and you know you're going to get a definite win. So instead of getting a draw, you you know you're going to win if you just get five overs in. Okay, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's a very niche question, but... I can't imagine <laughs> the big bash <laughs> that you're going to play against a team that you're like, these guys suck that badly mm. that we're going to declare our innings. I'd be surprised. Maybe yeah. in club cricket. Club cricket, maybe. And yeah. if they start bringing in like six grade T20s next year or something. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> that would bring the crowds back. It's true. Um, I'll tell you someone, by the way, Skin, whose uh, eyes might also be able to focus on the pilgrimage quite well is A. Goaty. Once again, you yeah, got sure. 60 off 24 as Valley's won the uh, first grade 2020 final. I did watch that. Day. Got run out as well. Yeah, it was oh, a very yeah. lazy was run out. Yeah, but was, he has he never been hurry. a great runner slash mover. Yeah, um, in general. Yeah, normally you'd just sort of be on the teapot. Why do you? Why do you take on two there? Oh, yeah, it goes against everything he believes in, really, because he yeah. just hits boundaries yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running between the wickets. So that's a good question, Skin. We'll get him on probably for his fourth or fifth time and, and ask him yeah, about that. Can justify that? Didn't he also take a pretty outrageous looking catch on yeah, the boundary? Very handy catch as well, actually. Um, I had a few people email in asking or comment on uh, on Facebook just asking because remember a couple of weeks ago we he got that 179 off minimal pills again yeah, not many yeah and I sort of what we put up as we got the chocolates put up on the on the socials about the day that uh, his house was alfoiled and how it might be slightly better day than that do you remember that <laughs> yeah I do, I do remember <laughs> so that a few people looking for the background of that story uh, basically this the name that you, there's a guy named Jack Leach you may remember as the hero from the Ashes for England. Played but, against him in my first first grade game. Did you really? Yeah. Did you get you out? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, he didn't get me out, but he was playing for Valleys that day. Yeah. yeah. Well, that means I was playing as well. Yeah. There you go. I think I got... I played in your first first grade game. There you go. I got 70 odd. Well, don't batting remember like, that. Batting at, like, <laughs> <laughs> batting at like six or seven. No, I actually do remember that. Yeah, it's true. You did. Good point. Oh, the memories he has. I think you, you might have taken the catch to get me out. I think I nicked off to... Matt Petrie or something to, Correct. to I did Screamer from memory <laughs> <laughs> Anyway uh, He came out for his That season And he was the Overseas player for Valleys And essentially <laughs> Andrew took it on himself To terrorise him As much as possible uh, And I Obviously contributed I was just Duly just sort of Led astray And then I just jumped in As the 2IC uh, But Goaty would do Some of the funniest things Ever to him Like Literally He had <laughs> He had put dumbbells in his cricket bag and Leachy would be wheeling his bag back across the oval and be like oh my goodness my bag feels so heavy it feels like I've got 20 kilograms in here like actually you've got 25 <laughs> you've got two 12.5 dumbbells in there but um, yeah and they're just like uh, there was one time his car was in the car park and one of the boys was a mechanic and took the wheels off his car, <laughs> just oh, just terrorised a ridiculous amounts. But we got Goaty with the classic reverse Malachi. See that little uh, yeah. reverse little back. reference. So myself and Goaty went to Leachy's house and covered his entire place while he was out with Christmas wrapping paper. So every single pillow, every couch, every utensil was all covered with uh, Christmas wrapping paper. I wouldn't do that so, to anyone yeah. just because of so much effort. I don't wrap yeah, any presents anyway as it is. Remember that we were at uni, so we were quite bored uh, at this time. We didn't have much to do. so no study or anything. <laughs> well, potentially you could argue that we should have been, but we weren't. Uh, so that's how we made use of our time. Now, at the same time that myself and, and obviously Gody was under the impression that we were stitching up Leachy, 
I had organised <laughs> with Krause and Jack uh, that they were going to go to Cody's house <laughs> while he was at Leachy's and we came back and essentially those photos are what Cody found his house like. <laughs> so we came back and he was obviously feeling so good about the fact that we just ditched up Leachy, opened his front door and every single item in the house, like down to the items in the fridge, down to like the fans, the most detailed alfoil job I've ever seen. I think That's there so was much close effort. to $400 spent on alfoil wow. at that point. That's unreal. Um, and so they, that is exactly where that particular photo came from. And it wasn't great quality because that was, what, how many years ago was that? Eight years ago. Smartphones weren't too good back there, no, were they? They stunk. Remember the big fish, little fish cardboard box video? That was uh, a yeah. quality yeah, as well. That four pixels Although that. quality dancing, you would say, Skin. Nope. Okay. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's bloody a lot of dedication to a prank. $400 and quite a few hours. That's yeah, Right, mm. there you go. Was that the same season? Were you? Did you somehow get tied up in in that sort of pranking wall because I, I remember years ago we just had this random cricket bag that just popped up <laughs> at our house every now and then and one day like, I'd come home and it was padlocked to our fence and so <laughs> yeah. what, what was going on? Yeah, well, so myself and Andrew uh, were coaching for Queensland cricket. We'd go out to schools and stuff and we had this kit bag that was Queensland cricket's property. We both finished coaching at the schools and... Gody originally had the bag from Queensland Cricket, so I said he had to drop it back to Queensland Cricket, and he said you were the last person to use it, so you drop it back. <laughs> so I put it in the back of his ute, he put it back into my car, and it went on for six months of us just hiding it in <laughs> elaborate places in each other's houses. And so I would break into his house, put it into like the cupboard, put it in the storage <laughs> under where the vacuum was, because like a key for his house. But then it started getting ridiculous, because one day I was at work at Amart Sports in Indrapilly, and I came... <laughs> Came out the front and they were like, oh, Lee, this guy just dropped a bag off for you. <laughs> and it was that stupid cricket bag. And I was like, what if there's uh, like a bomb in it? It's <laughs> just been dropped off for me. Don't just take a random bag. And it was just, it was getting ludicrous. And then, yeah, the last time he started getting real funky with like cable ties and padlocks. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We couldn't get it off the fence. I don't actually, I think we might still have that bag. It's yeah, potentially probably, still here. Yeah, probably sitting around with all our other tons of cricket junk. Mm. So yeah, we use our time quite wisely yeah, that year. What a say. mature way to settle a difference of opinion. And rubber snakes. We hid so many rubber snakes in Lucy's bag. <laughs> That's why you haven't been selected for the Bulls yet because you won't ready to take the Queensland cricket bag back. <laughs> they crossed, they crossed <laughs> off your name in the early days. Yeah, I got dropped for this second 11 game, by the way. How's that? You're playing a bit stiff, I thought. Very stiff. Uh, yeah, real stiff. Yeah, the FF's 1100s yeah. in the last year, doesn't really. Yeah, and the fact that his wife's not pregnant anymore, I suppose. Or, oh, yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah. It's houses is the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just tuning in she's definitely not how <laughs> <laughs> would they yeah, tune yeah. in at the end of a podcast I don't know might be, someone else might be listening with them oh, that's true not necessarily the end though has because uh, you've got to do this for us yeah, we haven't done many overused buzz phrases over the last few weeks, so um, yeah, make sure you go to our website and send us you know, a few in if you've got any for us that we can use. Yeah, some overused phrases. Some good ones, actually. Yeah, yeah. But I do have a couple this week. What was that website, by the way, House? 
It's uh, <laughs> it's really not that. I think hard it's pretty easy. We got the chocolates.com.au. That's correct. That's, That's the, the one. one. Yeah, thanks, Mitch, for doing that up for us. So, well, you go on our Pleasure social media much. pages, of course. Uh, and the first one is one that you actually mentioned, Lee, uh, a couple of weeks ago on an episode, but we brushed over really quickly. And and uh, that's when you know you're talking about a team and they've got a bit of momentum and a decent lead, and and someone's bound to say, yeah, but it's not over until the fat lady sings. Oh, yeah. Or it's not over until that the siren, until the siren sounds, one. or until oh, yeah. Not over till it's over, that sort of thing, and uh, yeah, definitely not true. Over. I've never found not over till it's over, but that's not very creative. That one, yeah, it's uh, pretty obvious, isn't it? But yeah, de- definitely true. But I think what uh, fat lady is singing at the end of a sporting event. Where did that come from? It's because her voice sounds like the siren. Susan Boyle, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, right. Wasn't I'm it? sure she'd be <laughs> thrilled to hear your opinion of her body figure. It's because it's no, because the siren, the siren sounds like the fat lady uh, singing like. Okay. Or like opera it's hardly very inclusive has so not in 2020 thanks man <laughs> yeah yeah i just, it's just i'm just saying it's the cliche okay, it's, yeah no thanks that's yeah. the overused Formative. phrase uh, but yeah it's, it's definitely true but i think everyone sort of already realizes that that's the case but if a 10 in a team is like 50 to 10 up in a league game with 10 minutes to go then uh, i think the game technically it's not over but we know who's going to win it. You know, we know who's got the got the chocolates in that one, don't we? Oh, good. Has oh, nice. Nice. Has. And uh, secondly is one we talk about a lot in cricket. Nearly every team meeting is when the coach or the captain says, don't leave the job out with someone else. Meaning like when you go out into the middle of the bat, make sure you're the one to score the final runs and get the team home. Mm-hmm. Uh, which again, would be definitely be ideal for you to be the one to do that if you're the opening batters. But I don't think anyone ever walks out in the middle with the intention of leaving it up to someone else. I certainly don't go out there and, and say, oh, no, I'll just get 10 a day. Everyone else can, can score the runs. Yeah. Yeah. I think in the past, I've gone up. to my job and definitely had the intention of leaving it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not in the sporting environment. Not in the sport, no. No, 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 never in so, sport. Yeah, everybody wants to score as many runs as they can for the team and for themselves and because it's more fun being out in the middle than on the sideline watching someone else do it. Uh, finally, is a phrase that gets you know, used in nearly every cricket game I play in now. It's usually said just before the toss or leading up to the start of the match, and the, and the captain or the coach will be talking about you know, if they plan, if they win the toss, what are they going to do? Are they going to bat? Are they going to bowl? And then they'll say, however, it doesn't matter what happens. Just make sure whatever we do first, we do it really well. <laughs> I definitely say that every yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we do first, do it well. And oh, that's so sure. annoying. Don't and yeah, that. it's probably uh, probably what we're going to try and do. We're probably going to try yeah. and do whatever we can well. And yeah. uh, and I'd suggest yeah. we'd also probably like to do everything throughout the game well, not just what we do first, including yeah. what we do second and, and also <laughs> what we finish, but we want to finish well as well. So. Whatever we do first, do well. Whatever we do second... Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> what about um, that sort of, sorry to hijack the segment here, has, but that reminds me of uh, another one, which I've just forgot. Oh, the old good toss to lose. Well, yeah. Mm, that's a good one, yeah. yeah. I hear that plenty. It's at, a good toss to lose in this particular. One. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely in cricket. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine you'd turn it too often in. Yeah. Oh, could you say it in footy and stuff? Kicking against the breeze. Good toss to lose. Nah, nah. I think so. I think, I think <laughs> yeah, you say that. I think you say that when it's also when it's a green seamer and you know you want to bowl first, but you also want to like comfort the batters and say, yeah. you know, it's a good toss to lose. Yeah, we want to bowl first, but it'll be yeah. a good batting track. Uh, maybe not, but yeah. 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 <laughs> Just keep thinking it it's will be. Never really a good toss to lose. No one ever means that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the good one, Mitch. Well done. Well added on the spot too. Yeah. That's yeah. impressive. Contributed something. Nearly forgot it, but we got there in the end. Mm. Correct. He done has. I'm done. That's that's the uh, overused buzz phrases for the week. That's it. Well, that, in fact, will round us out then. 
I think. Is everyone happy with that? Happy yeah, with that. I'm getting some weird looks. Which but is just about <laughs> how clunky this outro is, but apart from that, it's good. <laughs> Should we redo it? No, no, no. Carry okay. on. Yeah. Uh, now, that was episode 32, we've decided. Uh, and crack an episode again. Uh, if you haven't listened, then you missed a really, really good episode last week, if I do say so myself. Uh, Adam Holyoke, Jokes with Smokes, was episode 31. Well worth a listen. We'll have another interview again with another person. Uh, that'll be out next week. So that'll be episode 33 as well. So they're all coming out. They Unfortunately, I'm back to work now, which hurts our output a little bit. But we definitely will keep getting out one per week. Uh, and we really hope that you enjoyed it. We hope that you liked it. Uh, we certainly enjoy making them but if you can get on and give us a like and subscribe and give us a bit of a rating on uh, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify wherever you choose to listen that would be ideal uh, and Mitch how else can people well, how's it sort of already talked yeah, about how they can get in contact with us stolen my thunder but yeah the, the website is a good spot we've got theshockers.com.au um, which has sort of all the links to our social media, including Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, ETC. Mm. Um, so yeah, jump oh, on ETC, there. ETC, man, that's share. everything. Oh, well, TikTok, although I probably haven't linked to that because I'm still against no, it, even with now, 14, 14, 14, <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a TikTok account, personal one. Yeah, well, for your Scottish dancing, we're definitely getting it <laughs> when we go and film that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this outro really well. Excellent. No, right. Guys, uh, please do, as Mitch has said, please continue to loiter around our socials. Obviously, we, we certainly love hearing from you and we love talking about you. Uh, we've had some great emails in recently, so continue those. And apart from that, I think that's all from us. Correct. It certainly is. is. Thanks, Thanks for guys. listening, everyone. Appreciate Thanks, it. Everyone. See you later. See you later and good luck in the fours as per... Easy skin.